everyone. This is Weekday Devotion and Pastor Daniel. Glad that you're back with us. And today we're going to be continuing in this final chapter of the book of Daniel, Daniel chapter 12. And today we're going to be looking at verses 5 and 6. So turn there with me. Yesterday we began looking at um, how Gabriel continues his conversation with Daniel and how Gabriel references Michael, the other archangel, but then how Gabriel then brings a, a powerful truth into into revelation, to revealing uh, this this you know kind of cleaner, more clear theology about resurrection, where he talks about some are raised to everlasting life and some are raised to everlasting contempt. This theological position of of heaven and hell, resurrection to life or resurrection to condemnation, uh, really sets the stage for the clarity of Jesus' theology that he teaches about heaven, hell, and the afterlife. But on that, we're going to go to Daniel chapter 12, look at verse 5 and 6. Then I, Daniel, looked, and behold, two others stood, one on this bank of the stream and one on that bank of the stream. And someone said to the man clothed in linen, who was above the waters of the stream, How long shall it be till the end of these wonders? What's a great question. So here we saw in verse 4 the end of what Gabriel was saying. The end of Gabriel's words ends with that final quote, And knowledge shall increase. And so then Daniel, here as he continues to um, write down what he experienced, he looks, and here he has this more vision, more of, of what he sees. He sees two others that stand on the banks of the stream, on either side of the stream. And someone else said to him, this, 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 this term, this, this phrase, how long will it be till the end of these wonders? It's a great question. When will these things be? What's going to be the end of all this? And that's a sure that's a question that Daniel wondered. You know, I mean, here he is just as a just as a reminder. He's in his 80s. Um, he's seeing his people finally, after 70 years of captivity, finally be able to go back to Jerusalem and begin the, the difficult process of rebuilding the city. And they got partway done, and then these other enemies rised up and began to attack them and oppose them, which which slowed things down. In fact, things came to a screeching halt. There's like no building going on for quite a few months, and, and Daniel's praying. He's grieved, partly because he can't go back and see the holy city he remembered from his childhood, but also just because his countrymen are finally on their back, but they can't rebuild, and it's just frustrating and hurt. So that's what led him to pray and brought this vision all about, and so so, you know, as Daniel wonders these things, and now he's hearing from Gabriel the future. I mean, we've, we've talked about some pretty hard things in the, in the last couple of weeks as we've been in Daniel 10, 11, and now 12. The suffering of the people. We talked last week, we talked about this Antiochus Epiphanes. When is the suffering of God's people going to end? When will these things finally be over? That's the question I know Daniel was wondering. And now this unknown, unmentioned, unnamed source asked that very question. When will be the end of these wonders, the end of these events? You know, that's that brings up a, a, a very important um, truth that we need, it's not, and it's hope, that truth of hope. We need hope. You know, it's very true that humanity has suffered a lot because of sin. How do we, how do we hang in there? You think about um, the tough things that people have endured. You know, think about the first 
missionary in the modern age called the father of modern missions, William Carey. William Carey believed God had called him and his family to travel to India to share the good news of Jesus Christ. Uh, And this was all kind of stirred in his heart toward the end of the 1700s. And as 1800 rolled around, 1801, 1802, he finally gained permission and support from the Baptist Mission Society in Great Britain uh, to be sent by them to India along with his family. So he loads up his wife and his few kids, and his wife's actually pregnant um, when they load up on the ship and begin the, the, the long voyage uh, down around the, the southern tip of Africa. This is before the Suez Canal. So they go all the way around Africa and uh, all the way up around into the Indian Ocean. It was a long, arduous journey. In fact, William Carey's wife has a, has the baby on the ship, and uh, you know, thankfully everything was healthy at that point. But they get to India, and they begin to settle in and begin to meet some of the people, start the process of learning the language. William Carey begins to preach just on a street corner or just in you know in front of a hut in a village, and um, zero converts. After seven years, seven years later, he had zero converts. One of his children had died of the fever. His wife was going insane, partly because she was so mad at William Carey for dragging them to this, in her words, this God-forsaken land where her her child died, and she's miserable. She has no friends. Um, just a really tough situation. But how do you how do you persevere in that? Well, the answer is hope. William Carey had hope. He had confidence in God's calling, and he had confidence in the hope uh, that God would do something. And you know what? At the end of seven years, William Carey was able to translate the Bible into the native language of the Indian people he was around, and they began reading the scriptures. And then an awakening took place in India. Thousands of people got saved, not so much through the preaching of William Carey, but because of his translation work of the Bible into the native language. And that hope was realized. We need hope. Daniel was looking for hope. This person, unnamed person, said, when will be the end of these wonders, of these things? We need hope. Well, we have that hope. All the suffering will end. Jesus made sure of that on the cross. So today, walk in joy. Rejoice that God has brought the solution to our suffering, to our hard times and difficulties, and we are filled with hope. I pray you walk tightly with Jesus today. I'll talk to you tomorrow.